Alright, hello everybody, welcome to Push to Talk, still our newest series, uh, it's episode 4 now, and I'm still keeping track of the episodes that we're on until we get to, I don't know, something 30 plus and then I'll just lose count. Uh, today we have a special guest, uh, if you like to, uh, her name is Bitsy, and she is a comic book manga creator, is that the title? How do you, how would you, how would you title it yourself? Uh, so I usually just say I'm like a manga cop, but mostly uh, okay. I'm a story creator and the comic stuff just kind of came along out of the sidelines. <laughs> got it. Got it. Well, we, we really appreciate you reaching out to us. Um, um, so why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself before we get into uh, the reason really why you're here uh, when we talk about your new story, new story, right? It just... So, so it's a relaunch of the original comic that I started in 2014. And uh, last year, uh, we decided that, you know, we had extra time on our hands and we went through the whole thing and just ripped it down to the bones and built it back up and completely redid it and made it the story it deserved to be. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So why don't you uh, tell us a little about yourself, where you live, where you're from, what's your hobbies, what's your, I don't know, favorite food, color, anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I grew up in Washington State, kind of, and moved around a lot. And um, I currently live in Japan, so that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And I moved here with my husband uh, almost two years ago now from Oregon. Wow. To Japan, and he teaches English at the local high school. It's a teeny, tiny, little, little, tiny, little town way out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> yeah yeah how how is living in japan i think that's one i think it's amazing that you just kind of picked up and moved to a whole different country that's that's got to be i mean a shocker anyway is this your first time being in japan have you visited before uh, we came once for my birthday slash belated honeymoon a couple mm. years ago and then we applied to get on this jet program once and it didn't go through and then we applied the next year and we're able to get in and uh it was really scary because they don't tell you where they're gonna put you they're just like you got in uh -huh. we'll let you know like a week before <laughs> where you're gonna be so you can maybe google something if there's okay <laughs> so, so yeah i had a i had a brother that uh, visited japan and he says he loves it a lot and i know that's definitely on my um on my uh bucket list i would love to go with one of our hosts because he's a big fan of everything manga as well which um, i have the pleasure of interviewing someone that actually creates manga and obviously you could tell like in my background if you're looking at my video with my whole sailor moon mm -hmm. and naruto <laughs> setup going on so um it was a one it was a pleasure thank you for letting us read that uh i want to say that first of all sorry if i said this wrong a ceo of itor i'm sorry <laughs> Eotera. Gosh, I was saying it like perfectly, like <laughs> swear, like an hour ago, and now I'm messing it up. It's probably stage fright. So, <laughs> so, so can you explain a little bit about that and um and how that's going for you so far? Yeah. So, Eotera Entertainment is the place where we're gonna start moving all of our creative efforts, and Eotera is the planet that we built together to make uh all of our stories on. So, I've okay. never liked alter earth stuff like it just kind of felt you know too like there were too many borders boxes mm -hmm. like too too much that you had to like adhere to like if you're on an alternate earth there's stuff already set up and i didn't want that i wanted a clean slate a brand new planet so i started building this planet back in 2012 
and uh, it's just kind of slowly been building. And we did our first Kickstarter, uh, ooh, was it 2018, to produce the visitor's guide to the planet to really set in line some world building so that we could then transition to telling Maiden in Disguise, a dirigible flight of the Decanaut. Um, We've got quite a few titles that is, are going to take place on Eoterra. So it just made okay. sense to make that the center of everything we do. Okay. And then, um, so so it's this world that you created that you wanted all your stories involved. And so besides Madam in Disguise, uh, Maiden in Disguise, sorry. Um, have you Do you already have stories uh, published before this and, and whatnot already in this universe? Or is this the start of it? So the only ones that are actually published are the old version of Maiden in Disguise. And it, like it. I said, we're relaunching to Maiden yes. in Disguise new game. So it's the same story, just done much more professionally because it was my okay. first attempt. So I've had, I have a bunch of titles that have a lot of written content, but I'm no novelist. <laughs> I'm very, yeah, I'm dyslexic. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I can't sit there and like write something out. But I kind of write like screenplay style. And so I'll do that. And then um, I was like, I got to make this a thing. So I started learning how to draw and Maiden in Disguise was my first attempt to do a comic of any sort. Uh, now I want to, you know, I thought by this time I'd be on to my next project, yeah. which is yeah, still yeah. <laughs> not happening. No, for sure. So we're pretty- we're redoing it. That's okay. It's turning out amazing. It's been really fulfilling to see something that I've had in my head look a certain way, but it just never lived up to that. And now it's like, wow, this is this yeah. is what it was always supposed to be. Yeah, so. yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Um. So, uh, speaking of uh, when you were talking about the art, um, what are you <clears throat> out of curiosity? What are you? Because I'm used to just pencil and pen on paper. What are you using? Because I noticed on some of the the colors are. I don't know. I kind of like how you, the tones, like uh, the main character. Uh, I'm gonna mess up these names, by the way. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Ef- Efren or F. Ef- how do you say that character's name? So, um, the girl is yes, Eliana yes. or Ellie, yes. and the boy is Elrond. Elrin. So Elrin. think like Elrond, but Elrond. Okay. Yeah. So I like kind of like the grays on him. So what are you what are you using for the art on this? Um, what do you what's your so program? I I use Clip Studio Paint. I've been using that since it was not popular. I got it for 50 bucks and now it's like $300. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a Wacom tablet. So um, cool. that's just for my, mostly for my personal information, really. <laughs> so I was just kind of curious. It's all good. But what you, what you said about the colors is I do try and do like those vibrant colors mm-hmm. mixed with like vivid pastels because I, I just don't like muted colors yeah. for some reason. Yes. So I always kind of, so bright and shiny. <laughs> yes, no, I think I definitely noticed that in uh, some of the uh, characters' colors, um, especially Ellie. And then, uh, well, I mean, we'll talk about the story in a second. But uh, um, <laughs> okay. so, how long how long have you been doing this um, overall? Like everything you've been trying to do to actually get to where you are right now. Well, I would say it all started in 2012. So at that point, it was just a pencil and some written ideas and some really bad like like boxy character concepts mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. um but that was like i just kind of started doing it as a side thing when my my cousin came over and we just kind of started building eotera and making characters and uh, then he left and it just i ne- it didn't stop 
So every day I would work on this project and I'm like, I'm not doing anything else with my time. I used to aim a lot. I used to be really into World of Warcraft and <laughs> the Elder Scrolls series was like mm-hmm. my jam. And I just stopped everything I loved to do. And I would just go to my desk and I would draw and I would write and I'd figure this stuff out. So it kind of all started then in 2012 after I graduated high school. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so let's get into Maiden in Disguise. Um, if you, uh, I'll ask you some questions, but first, if you want to give like an overall explanation of the story. Uh, I know you're like six books in, if I remember right, when I read them. Is that right? Like comics? Uh, yeah. yeah, we've got, we've, yeah, we've got about, so, yeah, there's about six books with worth of content already right. created. And, uh, but we're relaunching book one and we're doing the Kickstarter right now yeah. to also get it published in Japanese. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're in Japan. Yes, might, that, as well. that might, might as well take it. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. Yes. Yes. All of my friends. <laughs> it's so <laughs> awful to be like, I draw manga shows to my Instagram. They're like, wow, you really do. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Can I read it? And I'm like, really? Can yeah, you read right? English? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want to, I want to take the book and give it to in our town and just let them actually have it and read it. And, that would be so awesome. But I'll give you the synopsis. <laughs> give my my most professional voice. <laughs> <laughs> On the planet of Eoterra, an MMORPG has gained massive popularity, propelling some of its key players to stardom. World-famous gaming sensation Eliana Adelaide, no longer satisfied simply living in the shadow of her digital alter ego, attempts to come out of her shell as she starts high school. But with everyone confusing her for her hyper-masculine in-game character she plays, how will they react when they learn who she truly is? <laughs> yes, nah, thank you for that. So what, so first of all, what, I mean, you kind of brought it up a little bit already, was that you played uh, World of Warcraft and, uh, yes. and Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> is that kind of like your, the, I mean, guess, I guess your main inspiration? What made you... Are, did you kind of put yourself into this character at all, um, Ellie, or anything? How how do you, yeah, how'd you do all that? Definitely, definitely. So, um, I originally had this idea of like wanting to play with, you know, two gamers who were best friends, and one of them didn't know the other one was a girl, thought it was a boy. So that was kind mm-hmm. of like the the kindling of it, and then it started developing into. So in high school, and before, I was always very shy and awkward and mistaken for a boy all the time mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. then you play online with people and as soon as you like turn on your microphone they're like are you a girl are you hot yeah, you yeah. Date me and it's just like the yeah. whole thing <laughs> and so i wanted to tackle like you know finding yourself always shy and awkward as well as dealing with being a girl gamer and then and then the kind of twist the like fun little like my i'm a girl how awkward Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that was kind of the start of it and as it's developed it's become more and more about you know dealing with mental health and growing as a person and both both ellie and elrond struggle with like imposter syndrome and so it's kind of them figuring out not just like ellie who she is and what that means but with elrond like how 
he is going to live up to all the pressure put on him because everyone knows who he is in game and out of game. She won the latest tournament that happened in the summer right before high school. And it's, there's been like big press releases and it's just like so much pressure to like show up as this character. So it's kind of cool dealing with a lot of those like topics that would be really real to someone yes. experiencing them, but also having that kind of fun, lighthearted um, sprinkle on top. Kind of like yes. Avatar The Last Airbender. Like it's got oh, real, gosh. real issues and real stuff, but it, it <laughs> never makes you depressed, you know? Yes. It always keeps you, the reader, happy and excited for the next episode. Well, yeah, you bring up Avatar. I mean, got me super excited. We here at Gate Freaks are big Avatar fans, and I'm a late bloomer when it comes to Avatar. Um, Frank um, recording and uh, John is also one of our co-hosts. They kept pushing me to watch it, watch it, and I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm I'm fine. I'm not going to watch it." And oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did because there was episodes where you cry, there's episodes where you just laughing, and oh gosh. Anyway, so they did such a good job. <laughs> it is. Um, so there was something um, that you said, and it reminded me because I listened to your uh, Kickstarter video as well, that you talked about the, the mental health. Now, uh, with the six issues in, where is that being placed in your manga? Out of curiosity, like, like point me, because maybe I'm just not being aware of it, so, but or it's later on, but yes. Well, with the, um, like I said, with because we're relaunching it, it's actually right at the front, right at the beginning of volume one. Uh, she struggles with like the who am I? So yeah. you see like Elrond Dagrenar's response to who am I? Like, who am I? I'm Elrond Dagrenar, obviously. And then she's like, if I'm not him, I honestly don't know who I am. So it kind of starts right at the beginning with her okay. Okay. having those anxieties and those struggles. And then every episode will kind of show that internal struggle of wanting to be this person but feeling like she's only this person and then as we go that will it'll touch on a lot more of that part of planet um that they're on you know having eoterra and everything is i want to not just focus on ellie like the world doesn't revolve around her it's you know follow it'll have chapters following martin and Allie and eric and all of the other side characters are you know, they're just as important people on the planet, even if we're currently mainly focusing on Ellie. So it'll show like uh, Martin just feels like he can't offer anything to the world. And then we've got like Eric who struggles with like trying. He wants to do some big he has big goals, but he has trouble academically. So it's, there's a lot of layers. I love I love a story okay. with layers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. OK. OK. So it seems okay. So it seems like where you're going with this is going to be some uh, kind of deepness into each character. Um, you uh, mm. said also that that you had this like a uh, imposter syndrome. Now you could, I could definitely see that um, with Elrin. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, definitely because at first he's like, like you're right. Like I'm, I'm the tough guy, super handsome. Um, always gets what you wants in a way. So, um, I, I mean, cause you, uh, we obviously had those six issues that you sent us. Um, I mean, is there like going to be some moment to where he might have to realize maybe who he truly, I don't know, like where to kind of go, but like, are we going to see these different feelings from each character? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously they're two totally different characters. One, one's uh confident and 
um, Ellie's not. Are we going to see maybe a transition in both of them? Yeah, they will both um, hopefully around the same time, you know, have like the crest of the story where they both are like as people because the in-game part of Maiden in Disguise is just as important because the Luminarion Legend of Worlds is the um, tabletop game we're working on. And so these characters, a lot of them are lore characters, which just means they will be in the tabletop game and you can interact with them. Like, <laughs> so Elrond is the son of a very important, like, non-playable character, and uh, which ties into, like, his imposter syndrome. He's like, I have to be the best, but I don't know if I'm actually the best, but I'm definitely the best, right? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. as he, like, goes back and forth and, like, tries to, because he wants to be the hero. He wants to live up to everyone's expectations. But that's also like a lot of pressure. And he just kind of wants to have fun. Kind of like very Tony Stark. Like he's, he's you know, yeah. rich, okay. rich boy, rich prince. Like, you know, I can do whatever I want. So why do I have to live up to your expectations, dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely see that in that uh, mm -hmm. first issue. Uh, one thing that I thought was kind of funny uh dive in into it um already the actual book um was that he's kind of like the every lady loves him good looking character and whatnot and then one thing that was kind of funny was uh at least to me real quick i'm gonna bring something up that happened um where he was in that bar fight kind of like the whole town started exploding but he was on the rooftop with the princess when the princess was eyeing him earlier so i thought that was really funny actually um but he does seem, I mean, I think you know that with that Tony Stark reference, I, I think that's pretty perfect. Um, mm -hmm. speak, um, speaking of though, um, before we get into like the character's goals, uh, the design concept, like where, where did you think of creating, uh, both characters? I mean, uh, for Elrond specifically with the, mm -hmm. with the, I guess you could say, uh, spikes <laughs> and whatnot on him. Yeah. The horns. Yeah. Yes. Where'd you get kind of like your so, um, inspiration for that? That is quite the story. So it actually, I made <laughs> him, I made him first, but I didn't know what he looked like at the time. Like I had an idea of like this cool epic guy in armor, but I had no clue. So I had a name and a concept of like who he was, but I had no look for him and so like a week later i joined a DD &D party and i made mm -hmm. a dragonborn character for D, &D mm -hmm. 5e and uh, as i built that character i was like wow this guy's awesome and i'm like yeah. hey what if he's the father of the character for my comic book why not mm -hmm. and so yeah. he is the son of a half dragon man so okay. his father is okay. like Newt dragon okay okay. <laughs> okay and i had i had a drawing for him you know he's got spikes going all down it's like tons and tons and tons of spikes and so and he's like the gray silver dragon so i took the concept of like the father and then i made the mother his the mother elrin's mother and then I just kind of combined the two aesthetics to got create elrin so okay. yeah okay. he's the combination of a drow woman and a half dragon <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So, uh, now, now I keep like, sorry, I keep bringing up these random questions before we even get to the like the goals <laughs> and the purposes of these characters. But I kind of want to know, um, since you created this world, 
Will we see other comics intermingle with each other, crossover with each other? Kind of like, I mean, you just referenced Tony Stark, so I could think of the Marvel Universe where, you know, at one point they all mingle. Um, is that kind of like a goal that you have, or do you kind of want them to still be on the planet and then, but just kind of be in their own areas? I definitely, definitely love the multiverse thing that okay. Marvel has going on where it's like it all kind of crosses over. So we have an established multiverse and a a couple like like a space odyssey that takes place in a different realm mm. and a couple other planets that take place in different reality realms or whatever is what we call them and um some of them will kind of stay to their own side but uh the space odyssey following like this superhero girl well she is in eoterra and uh there's a lot of like overlap for that and then on the planet itself um history overlaps a lot so I, I actually am really excited about it because this mm -hmm. in this summer i have a um i've been talking with a studio to draw my next series for me so we can have two running at the same time and it's a steampunk adventure series about uh, two okay. very important eoterran so it'll follow their like they went around the world twice in a hot air balloon or okay. well i suppose it's more of an airship mm -hmm. more like a dirigible airship the deck or not <laughs> okay 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 yeah <laughs> and so they're mentioned a lot because they're very important they set up a lot of like the eoterran golden age and what's going on right now so you get a lot of that influence um so when you read their story you'll be like oh that's how that happened that's why this happened that's why this person's really important and then We've got a series that takes place after Maiden in Disguise, so in the future. So currently, Maiden in Disguise is 1813 on Eotera. The next one's like okay. 1820s-ish. And uh, that one will be funny because Ellie will be an adult at that point. And so mm. they'll be like, she'll be like be on the news and stuff. And like, just the characters, I, I have a tendency of making gamers when I make characters so, yeah, so she yeah, yeah, no, show sure. up in future comics mm -hmm. as well as like some of those key are showing up in Maiden in Disguise just like in the background just like on TV or like in the news so I definitely love how Marvel builds those layers for their multiverse yeah, yeah. that's definitely okay. a goal for Eotera okay I thought that was clear. You, um, the year you put AD and it was uh, after documentation, if I remember. After right. documentation, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I thought that. Uh, I actually thought that was kind of funny too. There's like little things that you do here and there that right? I think are pretty, are pretty uh, uh, clever. Um, so with Thanks. these um with all your characters, so what is the uh, purpose and goal of them <clears throat> long term? Um, what I mean, obviously, we kind of know how like coping. I mean, Ellie coping with, like, I guess, real life compared to she used to this uh, virtual world. Um, what can we see? What what are their goals? Yes. So that's part of Ellie's journey is she doesn't know what her goal is. She sees her first, like, you know, one of them wants to be a game designer. One of them wants to be a fashion designer. They've all got, like, these ideas, you know, a novelist. And she's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just want to keep playing Elrond, I guess. And so it kind of shows her, you know, journey to find what she wants and who she wants to be. And, you know, being a professional gamer your whole life isn't a bad idea. So yeah, right. Kind of, God. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, eventually she will team up with the character who wants to be a game designer and 
they'll have like some moments of revelation and realization and some character growth. Mm-hmm. But um, the flip side of the coin for Elrond, like he knows exactly what he's supposed to do with his life and he doesn't want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't want to join a council. I yeah. don't want to like fill my dad's shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like step. Yeah. Just want to be a playboy and have fun like is that so wrong i'm helping people i'm literally helping people i killed a giant monster Mm -hmm. like can't i just leave me alone mom yeah (laughs) yes i i I wish i could relate to his problems really (laughs) right yeah um what was your idea for creating uh ellie though i mean you had this long blue hair is it just maybe like a color that you like or anything or Mm -hmm. is anything specific to any meaning to it i'm just out of curiosity yeah I noticed this like a couple months ago. All of my main characters have blue hair oh, okay. of okay. slightly different shades. <laughs> I don't know what. I just, I love blue. I've always loved blue. So it just kind of happens. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, the main character of Maine in Disguise, let's give her blue mm-hmm. hair. Ooh, mm-hmm. the main character of Bat TTU, let's give him blue mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. You know, that's actually, that's actually pretty cool because eventually, oh. like, when we, <clears throat> when we read all these, like, stories that you're going to um, put out there, we'll kind of see that there's a, a little fun connection between them all. So that that is kind of kind of neat, yeah. Um, so one thing I did do. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, one thing I did do on the planet to explain the fact that they had blue hair is like they're from this specific region called Cadia. So people from Cadia tend to have blue hair, and I was like, well, and it's not just because I like blue, really. It's not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, you uh, is there more? Uh, with the comic overall and how and how um, everyone can read it, uh, you sent us an. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm like, what was the? It's an interesting website, web webtoons.com. Yeah, yes. is where else? Mm-hmm. I've never uh, seen this, but I do actually did like this layout. To be honest, I like how you could just. I mean, I was using it on my phone, so it was just kind of scrolling down mm-hmm. through everything. Yeah, uh, made it super easy uh, while I was. Uh, I mean, honestly, I read all the issues when I was trying to put my daughter down uh for bedtime so it was it was really just easy and convenient now where else can uh we find like uh made in disguise uh so uh the webtoon and the eoterra.com okay. have that long scrolling format that you're saying was really easy on the phone so um that's something i personally want to try and keep free so all of the like Official episodes are like the long scrolling format, and it like it'll be on uh, webtoon.com and eoterra.com, and that's it. Um, I suppose I also post on Tapastic, but that's kind of more of an afterthought. I don't really okay. like Tapas very much. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Webtoon's a great site. Um, maybe one day I'll make advertisement money off of it. Who knows? But um, yeah, right. <laughs> It's a lot of traffic, so it's a good place to have it. But the goal is to have it on eoterror.com, uh, which is under construction, but it should be out this month. I was going to say that. So I tried going on uh, eoterror.com earlier, and uh, mm-hmm. even though you had a beautiful picture that says that it's uh, coming soon, I was like, oh, shoot, okay. I was there So yet. you're saying this month that, uh, and what, okay, so since we're uh, talking about the website, what, what can we expect when we look at the website? Are we going to see, um, just like a layout of all your uh, publishings. Uh, I mean, anything about yourself, like how, how, what's the vision of the website? 
So it's actually turning out really, really amazing. We, uh, okay. We're working with the Russians. <laughs> we have a oh, company okay. in Russia that's been helping us develop it. Nice. And um, they're doing such a great job. So we really want to have an interactive map like on um, uh, uh, it's the it's the game. It starts with an L. Lol. <laughs> Help me out. What is it? What What do you do in the game? Let me see. What do you What do you have to do? What's this? League of Legends. League of okay, Legends. okay. You said lol, and I was like, okay, I have an idea right now, but okay, okay. League of Legends, right. got it. So, League of Legends has a gorgeous interactive map, and that was like, I need one of those. <laughs> so it, that's what's okay. keeping it. I was kind of hoping it would be finished last week or so when I sent the you know links to you guys, but it's not quite done yet. So. Mm-hmm. We're pressuring them. We're like, this month, please. <laughs> so, yes, yes. Um, so they'll have the interactive map. And on the map, you'll be able to get like information about each country and continent and the peoples who live there. And uh, going to be uh, more comics. So well, if if I can, mm-hmm. if the next Kickstarter goes well to produce those comics. <laughs> yes, yes. But, um, <laughs> I'll at least have the coming soon and the abouts for a good handful of stuff that we're going to try and get rolling within the next five years or so. Hopefully it doesn't take that long, but yeah. I thought I'd have a lot done by this time yeah, of right. my life. <laughs> uh, like, no, where, do you, where do you want to be at 25? And I'm like, oh, let me tell you. And now I'm like almost 26. I'm like, uh-oh. So, I, I'm almost 31. I'm almost 31. And I'm saying that too right now. So, right? <laughs> well, they're like five year plan. It'll it'll only take you five years. Yeah, goodness <laughs> gracious. I'm like 10, 20. I'm like, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> am I gonna, am I gonna get any of this done before I die? Oh gosh. <sighs> Every time I wake up, it's like oh, I wonder if I'll accomplish anything in life right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Um I kind of want to go back, uh, besides talking um, about the website, something that kind of just popped up in my head, too, that I really oh. like that. Some of the stuff that happens in your um, in, uh, Made in Disguise really gets me thinking of what, what the future is for when you release these copies. Now, uh, the final copies you're saying, the redo ones, because uh, that's all <laughs> I read so far, um, is you had this uh, background and you had all the, it looks like all the like really big characters in the game shadowed out do you kind of you know what i'm talking about okay okay so i'm assuming these are going to be like what like maybe these battles elrin will have to face in a way or maybe like just other main characters in the game or is there like a name for these thing for these characters who are these people so they are the other lore characters so Mm -hmm. there were eight there's one for each planet um, the Luminarion solar system has eight planets that are all playable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, each planet has a champion. And so Elrond is the champion of Mirith. And um, there's seven others. And the top eight beta testers in the comic story got to choose from the champions and choose which one they want to play. Because each person on Eoterra can only play one character in the MMORPG. So. They had to start at level one like everybody else, right? But um, the difference is they have um, different quests and different things that they have to do to like interact with and per- continue the plot of the actual game. And there's going to be a really big couple, really big battles coming up. Um, 
Mm, I think it might be a few volumes, maybe. Maybe the first one will be in volume four or five will be a bigger of a battle. And then the, they'll just keep escalating from there. <laughs> um, so it, there are going to be some really cool battles. And hopefully there's like that climax battle where like everybody's there and kind of end game style, like all the champions and all like the friends of the gamers and stuff. And everyone shows mm. up to fight. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. So you said uh, only one. Uh, okay, so people that play the game, well, I actually have two questions. Okay, so people that play the game can only have one character. That's what you said, right? Yes. That's gonna kill mm-hmm. literally anybody in like this earth because nobody. I don't think anybody can yeah. handle just playing with yeah. one character. No. Me neither. <laughs> I love character creation. It's the best part. I'll just like yeah. make characters and give them backstories, and I'll never play them. Oh <laughs> I'm, my like, gosh. She's my favorite too. Yeah, and then yeah, it's like sometimes creating. We probably won't have that restriction for earth because <laughs> we do want to make yeah. this eventually <laughs> you know maybe work uh-huh. with like a, a studio or something and get it created but um and we probably won't give us that limit just because we're special <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we yeah. need more than one uh, character <laughs> yeah i was in, uh man we spend so many so much time making a character that we do even playing the game sometimes so that would that would kill us um uh so what is what is like the big goal for okay so ellie so she okay let's start with this ellie how did she get into this game is she she's the beta tester or is one of them because you were saying there's eight of them okay so there were there were a handful of beta testers but the top eight okay uh who like got the highest rank during the beta test got it uh, were rewarded with the lore characters okay. so um eliana's father actually works for the game company in market so he's like never home because to travel and like do things for the company itself. Um, she grew up playing it with him during the beta. Okay. Yeah, so that's like a lot of her a lot of her love for the game comes from spending time with her dad growing up mm-hmm. playing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's how she got into it. And then uh, there were only a limited amount of slots available for the beta test, and. Uh, uh, so the people who got into the beta tests got to compete against each other, and the people who were able to get their preliminary characters to the high, you know, highest levels got the chance to become lore characters. And then they got to right. choose which ones they want. And Ellie did not win that. She came in second. Person chose Sabol Anvar, which is the uh, a different planet's champion, and then she chose Elrond, which is the Mirath champion. Mm-hmm. And then seven, six other people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so what's the goal of the game? Uh, are we supposed to know this? Well, first, I don't want to like do any spoilers or anything. Are we supposed to know this right now? Or, are you know. Um, not yeah. really. So it is. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of going to be a surprise. Um, okay. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of build up to the big battles and stuff. It's like. Got it. There's a yeah. There's a lot of like aha moments that are going to be into the, built into the comics, so that it kind of keeps you like, oh, what is it? What is it? What is actually happening behind this video game? You know, what's, yes, what's the yes. path of all this evil or whatever? Okay, yeah, because you definitely have some mysteries when I was reading it, and also <clears throat> I do appreciate the the little humors here and there. I think one of them, besides the uh, princess uh, on the rooftop with Elrin, that uh, Ellie was talking to this boy was fan fan boying over her okay eric. eric and then um 
he uh, was going to ask her a question and then she was like in her mind they, she was all like in a wedding dress having kids and whatnot and was really just wanting an autograph so um, I, I like how you kind of have a mixture of like this mystery well at least this is how I'm taking it uh, this mystery and kind of like this humor at the same time um, is that something that you uh, but the humor is that something that you're trying to have uh, very often or are we going to have like these moments where it's like oh goodness like it's really serious now um what's your vision on like the emotions mm -hmm. that you can play to us in the or uh, in these issues or the future issues mm -hmm. i definitely feel like that's a bit like of a delicate thing to handle because one of my goals is to not leave the reader feeling i don't know if you've heard of the anime nana but um that was a roller so. coaster. Like really? the highs yeah. were like high, and it, like if I watched an episode and it ended on one of its highs, I'd feel great. And then, mm -hmm. but the lows were so low, and I, my yeah. like every other day, I'm like up, down, up, down, like happy, mm -hmm. depressed, and it was like just huge fluctuations. I'm like, I never want to do that to a reader because that yeah. <laughs> hurt, it sucked. I'm like, you're just playing with my emotions and throwing yeah, yeah. them, like, and just stomping on them. It was awful. Like, okay okay so i want to provide a, an experience that will deal with the heavy topics and help you learn about yourself and other people but leave you better off for the journey you've taken so definitely definitely kind of that avatar last airbender feel where like you mm -hmm. would cry during an episode perhaps but you'd Too never many. leave feeling totally depressed you'd always leave yes. with that glimmer of hope you know yes. so much hope <laughs> yes that's a i was explaining to uh here on the podcast the the one episode that i pretty much like literally like almost had tears was uh Sokka, uh lost this girl that he liked this water girl and she like went up to the moon oh, i know it's been a little bit since i so my memory's all messed up on it uh but do you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. she like died and went and then she's like with the moon or something like that. Yeah, Remember? she's like a moon goddess or princess God. or something. Uh, strikes my heart. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm such a crybaby. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. just like bawling, like, no. <laughs> Even like in bad guys, I'm like, don't die, please. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean, okay, I'm going to say uh, right now, and I know he's behind the scenes, but Frank right now, he's recording all our uh, sounds for everybody that's listening that doesn't know. He's probably right now crying, thinking about this episode that we're talking about. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, and let's just, oh, so since you uh, brought up anime, so the Nana one you're talking about, just for my for my personal knowledge, um, is that just NANA? -N -A, and I can find that pretty easy on like on Funimation or something? It's pretty, I'm um, pretty easy to find. I think it was from Shoujo Beat. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I watched it like quite a few years ago now. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. And it, it follows like two different girls. And uh, mm. one of them's like super BA, like awesome chick. And the other one's like, yeah. like a, like a, they call her like a, like a dog. She's just like happy and always like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's the, uh, okay. So then I, yeah. so on top of uh, on top of everything you you're doing like anime manga do you have a uh just a personal question do you have a manga that you uh hold dearest to you or that's your favorite or anything like that so i've got a couple if mm -hmm. um if we're talking all-time favorite i love school rumble 
It is so mm. cute. And it, it's kind <laughs> of a gag manga. It's really silly and funny. Yeah. But it it has it's got those like layers to it that I really love. And I I really like it because it starts out with like this cute little girl and she's like, Today I'm gonna fall in love. And then it mm. switches to like this guy who just beat up a bunch of people and he's like, Today I'm <laughs> okay. gonna fall in love. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So it's more okay. about okay. him than it is about her. And I just I just love him so much. He's such a great character. So that's my all-time favorite okay. school rumble. And then for okay. style okay. and art, bleach all the way. Tight Kubo's art is just my heart. I love it. That like it's anime, but it's kind of more realistic and the guys are just super hot. So <laughs> bleach is like Okay, okay. You would not believe it. I, I, I swear to you. Okay, so I'm actually reading Bleach right now, only because uh, I'm watching a bunch of different like animes right now. So I'm like, okay, these big ones that I know that have quite a bit of episodes, I'm just gonna read instead. Screw it. Like I'll try it out. Yes. I'm actually reading Bleach right now. I'm on. Um, let's see. There's like the I got like these. I mean, you probably know this better. These thick books where they have like three volumes in it. I'm on the second book, halfway there. So three, one, two, three, like five issue five i guess whatever that is so yeah i I love manga the the Mm -hmm. the animation of bleach is full of filler and it's awful they ruined it unfortunately but the manga are so good i need like five volumes and i'll have the complete set like stacks of and then uh, i was looking at these box sets and these box sets are so like a couple hundred bucks i was thinking like um um one piece because i know that's a huge series and it's like uh, i don't know if i'm gonna get into that but is there a uh, question one piece is super popular Sorry. yeah <laughs> no no you see like that stuff everywhere it's like maybe i should check it out i like, just merchandise wise and i was like it's really know. popular yeah it's, yeah. it's oh, the really? biggest people love wow. it I, I love it too like the mo- okay. the anime is a little tough because it started on like cartoon network and it it's not a kid's show, so they kind of animated it bad and cut out some of the good stuff. So, again, mm. you probably want to read it, but I really like it. It's oh, really wow. good. So, you're, so like, over there, One Piece is everywhere, huh? It's the most popular. Mm-hmm. People love wow. One Piece. And they're in this uh, new arc, which is the country of Wano. And uh, it's very old Japan, and they just eat it up. They love it. Mm. And I mean, I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What um just another uh, personal question um just having a little fun with this uh was there ever what made you really get into this like uh what was it an anime way back in the day or uh I mean I know you said you have some on time mangas but I I just remember for myself that really got back into anime myself into manga was uh Cartoon Network used to have this uh afternoon show Tanami program yeah okay you're smiling so i'm assuming that you know what i'm talking about and my all-time series and i oh god is gundam and i i love gundam like anything gundam i don't care what it is i'll watch any series uh, <laughs> is there anything that's kind of like that anime show wise that you kind of got into that you like hold to your heart too because i could name a bunch of old ones but uh um at least old right. But is there anything like that for you that you? I am. Um, I didn't really know what anime was until uh, what was it? Shoot, was I like thirteen, twelve? Mm-hmm. Um, I was just over at a friend's house, and it happened to be like one in the morning, and we turned the TV on, and Bleach was on, and mm-hmm. it, it was like right in the middle of an episode. So I'm like, 
what is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they're yeah. beautiful. These people yeah. are gorgeous. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. They have katana and I, I just, it's great. So after yeah. that day, I was like on a quest. I was like, what is this? I have to yes. find it. It's amazing. Yeah. And um, eventually it took like a month or so, but I was at GameStop and I found a game from Bleach and I was just like, mm. I screamed. I was like, that's the thing. <laughs> what is this? So I like grabbed it and took it up to like the counter. I'm like, please tell me what this is. Yes. He's like, oh, that's anime. I was really yeah. good friends with the guy who like worked there. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I think that that's the same thing with me though. Like I didn't even know what I was watching. I thought I was just watching a cartoon and then it comes to find out it's it's what it is. Um how it is now. Um so let's get uh uh back to the uh, uh made in disguise. Um um what do you kind of want to see yourself with the comic itself? Um like what's the goal? I mean obviously you you'd probably want this thing to blow up, of course, but um anything like what a short-term goal long-term goal so i i have it in my head that it'll be 15 volumes okay but it'll probably be longer just because everything i do takes longer than i think so probably 15 to 20 volumes and um each volume uh, will probably be kick-started to get it translated into japanese like we're doing for this one and that physical book will actually have more content in it that's like Kickstarter slash volume exclusive. As um, you'll have the scrolling format for free, but we'll have the book format with like extra mini comics and some other like sprinklings of fun things in like the back and front and stuff that's like exclusive for the book. And um, I'd like every single volume to be translated and published here in Japan. Um, that's really, really a big goal. And then, um, okay. this year, this year in particular, um, if, if we're just talking like pie in the sky goals, mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. to 200% this Kickstarter that's going on right okay. now. Okay. Cause if, if we 200% it, I can start paying, um, some art assistants to help me so that we could get volume two done this year as well. Um, if I can get enough to not only complete volume two, but translate it into Japanese as well, I'll go ahead and add that on as a bonus uh, reward for everybody who's supported. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to get that high, but if we at least 200% the Kickstarter, I'll definitely be able to get volume two out by the end of this year as well. So today's goal. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Now I'm, we're definitely going to touch up on this Kickstarter right now, but uh, one question I had before you too is: is the layout of your comic? Uh, I was saying on this webtoon where you just kind of scroll. Is that how you want every comic that you do in the future to be? Uh, I mean, manga. I mean, um, how are you going to transition to it? Because you say you want it to be published as also there in Japan. So, um, what's your idea with the layout of the the manga? So I'm probably going to lay it out similarly to um, the old books. So it's kind of like a 16 by 9. And it is American style reading because it's easier that way. And um, Mm -hmm. more people in America don't know what manga is than people in Japan know what American comics are. Because you go into it anime store and you can get a manga going either direction like like they're not all 
going, you know, Japanese style. And there, there's always, there's always a handful that are going American style. So, mm-hmm. so I figured it was just easier since they're already used to having, you know, either which way reading, it'd be easier mm-hmm. to just do it other standard for everybody else. So, so we're doing it that way. So it opens. Okay. This is like super old, but so do you have quite kind of, a bit of those already like uh out or whatnot to or is this your your copy? I mean you're showing us this copy, so I'm curious about it now. So I have three, um, and they are available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. No way. And I published okay. it through my old imprint. So the Bits of Publishings was my previous imprint, and now mm. I'm registered as Eoterra Entertainment LLC. So we're we rebranded because but the old comics, it's it's great to look at and be like, wow, she came so far. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know? yeah. I don't ever want to get rid of it because people do still read it and enjoy it. And I sell like yeah. a book a month on Amazon. Yeah, no, shit. No, you know what? I will. I promise you I'll buy yours right after the show. I'll buy a book. Oh, right. Well, you. first, let me know. Let me know. And also kind of like the plug too. Uh, what, what am I? Am I just made in disguise and it'll pop up for me? Okay. Or my name, Maiden in Disguise, Bitsy Tandem, either one. Got it. Super Got it. easy to find. I'm the only Maiden in Disguise, and I'm the yeah. only Bitsy Tandem. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm yeah, so you kind of know the. You said that like you know it's easier for the Americans to read it like like a normal book that we're used to because they don't know manga. Um. Because I th- I remember like years ago when I picked up my first manga, I was like, "What is going on? Like I don't know what I'm all over the place." And then it. It took Bleach to, well, Bleach makes it easy. Well, I don't know. I guess a lot of them might do this too, but it's like on the top, it says read this way. So um, that's kind of funny. It's like, stop, don't read yeah, this direction. Exactly. I want to put that in the Japanese version of Maiden in Disguise just for funsies, yeah. just to be like, chotomate, <laughs> read uh, the other way. <laughs> actually, I'm curious now, what if you say you got the printed copies and it's Japan? Um, would you do it left to right or right to left out of curiosity? It would be the same uh, as it is in America. They're used to having like three, four different ways of like writing here. So they, they're used to American. Okay. 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 It's not a big deal here. They'll just be like, oh, okay. Definitely not this way. No, I got it. Got it. I don't know if it would throw like anybody off. Like it threw me off and probably many others off (laughs) over here. So um so let's uh talk about the the kickstarter so i'm on it and uh i'm not a huge like a. I guess i don't really go on kickstarter that often so if you go on kickstarter mm-hmm. how do i find you personally i mean is kickstarter like how does it work sorry explain to me and then like others would i mean hopefully i'm not the only person that doesn't know so yeah usually um typing in maiden in disguise okay. into the search it's the easiest thing to do. Um, unfortunately, it's not like Google. If you type in my name, I won't pop up, even though I have an account and have created two Kickstarters. So it has to be Maiden in Disguise. Um, and uh, But it it's also on Projects We Love. So if you're scrolling through Projects oh, okay. We Love, it's okay. there. So, um, okay. The all-time easiest thing to do is like, you know, oh, Bitsy sounds interesting. Let me follow her on Instagram and click that link and go straight okay. to the comic or the kickstarter so probably okay. the easy thing is my social media pops up right at the top of google and 
we can add links and stuff. So it's pretty okay. easy. Well, we'll definitely uh, post the links as well um, to help you out. I know your goal is uh, 200%. So how far would you say that you are uh, um, to obtaining that goal? And you said you were trying to get that this year, correct? To get that second volume out? Or you have a time frame yeah, that you want to so get that 200%? Volume one um, will be completed this summer and sent out to supporters. The Kickstarter will end on March 12th, which is my birthday. So if you want to give me a birthday present, you can okay, buy yourself a book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are, let me check my dashboard here. Dashboard. So we are at 41% funding. And nice. we want okay. to get that to 200% funding. But we need at least 100% funding by my birthday. To get any money at all, so it's an all or nothing. Oh, if okay. Okay. Don't do that by March twelfth, then we can't translate it into Japanese. Um, okay. Yeah. So is that the only? Let me because like like okay, you'll get it. Okay, I know you will. But uh, is that the only thing that would uh, stop it if you don't? Is just the translation or how is that it? Yeah, because well, okay. even if, even if it fails and burns you know i'll cry but um (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, at the end of the day maiden in skies free version chapters will still be coming out um you'll just miss out on all of the exclusive merchandise and the exclusive mini comics and the exclusive you know kickstarter you know art and other things added into the book as well as getting it published in japanese which is biggest like goal I've ever had and it's more expensive than I thought it would be. So it's like, I didn't want it to be such an expensive goal, but things never, you know, if I could only, if I could translate it for $500, I would. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm looking at, um, it looks like one part of your Kickstarter, you're kind of giving, um, giving things away, uh, like pins and buttons. If I'm kind of, if I'm reading that right for a certain amount, uh, Kickstarter is more like a uh, comic book launch day, as in like you go to the comic book store and we're like, we've got new, you know, brand new Marvel came out and they also have this limited edition sticker that's coming with the comic, you know, if you, or you can get the premium version only for the next 50 days and it's like gold plated and it's a little more expensive. So that's what Kickstarter is. It's like that, that launch point of like putting it into like your store that you can go and shop at. So you go and you pick out a tier. So if you're like, you know, you're like, man, I really want that like gold plated premium, you know, Wolverine mm-hmm. comic. You scroll down mm-hmm. to the bottom and you get like the uh, luxury lamp tier. I made a lamp. Yeah. <laughs> so, and all of the rewards will be drop shipped because of the state of the world right now. I cannot ship them to me and sign them, unfortunately, but. Uh, they'll be drop shipped, which means each month well, you'll be continuing to get your rewards as the company send them out. And uh, yeah, it should be it should be really good. And there's like, like I said, there's like cozy gamer hoodies. There's yeah, an yeah. awesome cozy blanket. There's a lamp. There's a lamp. They could attract them Can you? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's just it's easy. So like it's like if you if you only want to you know support and get the you know 
Kickstarter exclusive version of the comic. You can, you know, ten dollars is like super easy. Anybody, anybody can, you know, spare two cups of coffee. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And then, uh, or you can, you know, like I said, get that premium experience. So it's all about what mm-hmm. you want to give and what you want to receive. It's it's a give and take. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you said March second, uh, right? You're trying to get the hundred percent. Twelfth. March twelfth. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so um, I I was uh when I'm looking at your Kickstarter, I did have a question on this EOTERRA visitor guide. Uh, can yes. you explain to me about that a little bit? So that is what we kickstarted last time, and okay. we're giving it away free. The digital version is free, and that was nice. the point of the Kickstarter was needed help to produce this to be able to provide this content for free and um let the kickstarter oh dang okay cool it nice. it's large yeah yeah <laughs> and uh it's got all the information about oh, wow. the and stuff and so it's a great little companion so you can get it by hopping on my email list and once twice a month i'll send out enough you know oh okay new that's kind of neat actually yeah. What? How? Um. Because I mean, it looks like you definitely created like your own whole uh, world with this. Um. Was there any inspiration from other worlds or something that you wanted to, to like? What made you create the world that you created now? Hmm. Inspirations from other world building. That's, I can't think of anything specific. I just love world building in general. So like. Mm-hmm. Tolkien's Silmarillion. This is like my Silmarillion, but more yeah, put yeah. together in like an entertaining magazine kind of way. Got it. Got like, it. Okay. Instead of a history book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But definitely. I like that concept of having, you know, usually when you're writing a novel and it's just like one world and you're going to do a different world next time you write a novel, you kind of do like, you make your iceberg that's like hollow in the middle. So it looks like you filled mm-hmm. out, you, you just kind of do what you need for the novel. Because we're doing so much on Eotera, like there was so much going on in like Tolkien's world, he made that history guide. So I made my guide, and um, that was a big inspiration for making the guide itself. Was like, oh wow, that's a good way to help people who want to engage more get a little bit more out of the world and be like, we did fill up this, you know, thing. Like I, I have had to sit for hours and think about the economics of Eotera and like how much Mm -hmm. in Eotera credit would be worth and like if a half credit can get you like a pack of gum and help you like use a payphone like how much is a yeah. full credit worth and it's like yeah to think about <laughs> and okay, the fact shit, that like Terrans <laughs> aren't humans so their biology is a little different um because like the planet is a little bit bigger than earth so they have to be built a little differently and um and so like i coming up with like how would that make sense scientifically as well as like mating cycles and like different mm-hmm. things humans and i don't want them to be human yeah, yeah. Have like different you know just as much as i can like nothing none of this will impact most of the comics like but it is there in the yeah. comics so it's like you don't need to understand how much an eo Terran credit is worth but you could if you wanted yeah. to yeah that's <laughs> really neat i mean yeah, he definitely um, brought, a, brought out this, like, definitely gets, like, a, this 
poured out heart and soul into this world that yeah we don't need to know but definitely it's kind of like what you said just token i was reading besides like the hobbits and lord of the rings one there is a book also with like his how the world was created and uh, when i started reading it, i definitely did not know i was getting myself into something like that but yeah so it's really nice that you actually put that picture together for us um mm -hmm. i do want to so are you only on kickstarter um is there like any other website that you're using to help you with the funds and whatnot uh, i've thought about getting on indiegogo as well but okay. i don't know if i can manage two different platforms by myself maybe one day okay. i'll have a team and we'll be able to outsource a bit more but um, if you are not comfortable supporting on Kickstarter, I do have um, equivalent tiers available via PayPal that will be coming out after the Kickstarter is successful. So you can know that, okay, you'll be getting those tiers and it'll only be available for maybe a month where you can like, if you're like, man, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to support the Kickstarter or I don't like Kickstarter, I rather just PayPal you. Um, that will be available. Um, just join my email list and I'll be like, hey guys, for those of you who didn't you know, do this, we have this option, PayPal me and I'll make a list and I'll just add you right into the backers that I need to finish and easy. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So um, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, sum this up um, and cut it out. But how, how can everyone find you um, besides with the uh, Kickstarter? And, and I definitely want to help too. So I'm definitely going to buy your issue right after this. Um, how how can people find you and whatnot and learn from what you're making, creating? So right now, uh, the best places to find me are on Instagram, which is bitsytandem underscore the bitzer. But if you type in bitsyt, I'm like the first thing that pops okay. up. Nice and simple. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I am also on Facebook. Um, you I don't know if you can like follow my personal page, but everything I do is public. Mm -hmm. So if you want to follow my personal page, but I have see the alien on mm -hmm. facebook is like my my sister location okay 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you prefer facebook to instagram there is bitsy the alien or um maiden in disguise and eotera also have facebook pages oh nice okay and uh, if you're really into tiktok i oh gosh have <laughs> um, <laughs> on tiktok last year so yeah yeah but this year, it totally, it's totally nerfed artists over the past couple months. So, like, every once in a while, I'll have another really good video. But if you like them, you know, I do weird, silly, goofy stuff on there, too. <laughs> um, so, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. And I also want to thank you for uh, letting me uh, have the honors of reading uh, some of this already. Um, so yeah, um, that that's going to include our interview. Uh, we appreciate everyone uh, that is listening uh, to this. And please go support Bitsy Tandem in her project of Made It in Disguise. We need this by March 12th. Okay, okay. I was making sure I got the date right again. <laughs> uh, March 12th. Um, thank you, everyone. And we uh, hope you enjoyed. And we'll see you soon. <laughs>